boys. Welcome back. Episode 68 of the Review Podcast. We are here. It is Saturday night, approaching midnight. I am still in Florida. Seth is in New Hampshire. And that's where everybody's going to be. Seth, how's it going? Good. You know, took a little one night trip to just kind of stay home for a little bit. And uh, we'll be back in Boston tomorrow. How's vacation going? Good. I got sunburnt to the gills today. Literally, yeah. you can't see it because it's dark out and I'm outside. But it was bad. You see a little bit. There's a little bit of red sneaking in under the uh, the brim of the hat there. It, 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 it's like really bad. Like I look like a fucking lobster. It's not even funny. But it's splotchy. It's splotchy. So it, I, it's not like consistent. So I just I I don't know. I look like I belong in a hole. It's 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 not good. Um, but this happens. We talked about this on Michael and I's podcast. This happens to me like once a year. Like my first day in the sun, I just like, boom, get obliterated. And then I'm fine for the rest of the year. But I survived. I got here, what, Wednesday. It's Saturday. I survived like three days. And then today I just let loose and let my guard down for two seconds. And I'm sunburned. So, yeah, that's how I'm doing. And I'm not doing well in my bracket. So thanks for asking. How are you? Yeah, uh, I already asked. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my my bracket is not doing amazingly hot right now. It's actually doing worse than yours in the TBR uh, thing. I'm behind you by like two yes. spots. Suck it. <laughs> yeah, except <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, so yeah, Ohio State losing kind of screwed me. Not gonna lie, we gotta we we gotta talk about this so much. This is why they call it March Madness. So much has happened since we recorded our last episode, which was less than forty eight hours ago. We did episode sixty seven, previewing two days of the round of sixty four have come and gone. Pretty much, there's still what three games in action right now. Believe so, three games in action right now. So we'll update you on those as we record the episode. But pretty much, round of sixty four is over. And we're headed on to the round of 32 tomorrow. So we're going to talk about what one of our favorite things to do during the NFL season, a reverse pickup. So we are going to talk about all the games that happened, talk about the teams that won, the teams that lost, who we picked, why we picked them, and what we're, what we're feeling heading into the round of 32. I believe, I think this will be our last podcast while I'm in Florida. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I'm leaving in a couple of days. But if it, if it is then the next time you hear from all of us will be about the Bruins game. If yeah. it's not, then we'll talk about that, whatever. But before we talk about March Madness, we have to talk about the Bruins. They got COVID. And it couldn't have come at a worse time because Tuesday was supposed to be the first game back with fans. And we said on the last podcast, TBR outing on Tuesday. It has now been moved to Thursday. With some, I had to get on the phone with some people, get on the horn with the ticket office, but I made it happen. So, playoff army will be there on Thursday. But Seth, what do you think about the Bruins' COVID outbreak? Who wasn't who? Who's to blame here? Well, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes there, but in I don't know in whose right mind. Like, who thought it was a good idea to have them in a group of, like, five or six guys? Because from what I've heard, 
Sean Corrali is the one who tested positive. And Pasternak, Krejci, Craig Smith, and then one other guy who I'm forgetting right now are the guys that have been entered into the protocol. Right? So Craig Smith is probably our best depth score. Oh, Jake DeBrusque is the other guy. Right? Yeah. Who's the so, best player on the team? So that's a Jake DeBrusque, I would trade for a sack of pucks. Not gonna lie. Shut up! You just wouldn't. (laughs) I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not happy with how he's performed this year at all. But um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. He did just switch from having the weird stick with the hole in it. That's real Monday morning quarterback of you to say that. Just so you know. (laughs) What? I mean, oh, I haven't been happy with his performance this year. All right. Dude's got like two goals. He scored one goal in his past like 15 games. Give him more fucking time. I don't know what you want. Give him more ice time. He's on the second line, dude. Put him him with some big hitters. Get someone who can move him the puck. Then we'll talk. Then we'll talk about his Get someone who can move him the puck. Yeah, because David Krejci isn't good enough at dishing it to dudes. Okay. How many assists does Krejci have this year? Probably not a lot because Jake DeBrusque hasn't scored at all. You got to move in the puck. The kid has a nose for the net. You just got to find him in the right places. Please. So what you're telling me is that if you don't find him in the right spot, as in directly in front of the net for a tip and he can't score, is that what you're telling me? He hasn't had a... Listen, he scored the other... David Krejci has 15 assists in 24 games. Clearly I don't want to hear any complaining. Listen, Seth, I'll tell you this. I have been extraordinarily happy with Jake DeBrus' performance after he got benched. Okay? Let's just put it that way. Two goals in one I, I, I will give you that. In the past, like, three or four games, he has been significantly better. Doesn't Cassidy excuse the fact. gave him a nice wake-up call. He's got two goals in three games now. Sucks that he went down with COVID. But... That's right. That's good. good little. Sometimes that's just how the wind wins. What does wind do? Well, good, good little segue there. So Craig Smith is the highest scoring Bruin that doesn't normally play on the top two lines. Right. Craig Smith's normally on the third. Yeah. Yeah. So Nick Ritchie is kind of weird because he plays kind of, they keep on slotting him on different spots. So Nick Ritchie's got eight goals. Craig Smith has five, right? So Craig Smith is up there in the goal scoring category. He does have 10 points, which puts him squarely in three, four, five, six, seventh on the team, right? So that's a big producer that you're losing right there. You know, that's big. Then Krejci is fifth in the team in points. Pasta is second, has the most goals of anybody on the team. Like, three of your top six offensive guys, essentially, just went down with COVID because they were all hanging out with each other. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was they were hanging out with each other outside of the practice facility or if it was they were doing team drills and they got, like, a unit, so while the entire team might be on the ice at the same time, it's like, you know, 
yellow unit, black unit, you know, whatever it is, right, where it's like five or six guys that stay in their own little huddle together, right? So, like, maybe that's what happened, which, like, would make sense, right? Because that's all four words. So, like, you know, maybe that's what happened, but you guys are paid athletes. I understand that there's a team camaraderie aspect of it that you kind of have to have and you want to have. But at the same time, don't be going out, you know, don't be hanging out with each other other than in the scent, like at practice, you know, like the NBA, the guys aren't allowed to leave wherever they are for more than like an hour at a time, twice a day. And that's it. That's as much as they're allowed to leave. They're not allowed to dine at restaurants unless they're fully vaccinated. Right. So like the NBA has these really strict policies in place, which yes, from a mental health standpoint sucks for the players, but it's either you follow these strict protocols and it sucks a little bit mentally or you don't fucking play and you don't get paid. Yeah. And I have all the sympathy in the world for these guys, right? Like, I understand it. It's a shitty situation to be in. You, well, like, look, I have, I have sympathy in the sense of, like... You get paid millions of dollars to play NHL. Okay, yes, 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 yes. You get paid millions of dollars, but at the same time, they're still human. They just ran through the whole bubble, right? So, like, it's a, you know, there's a lot that they had to, you know, kind of endure mentally. But also, like... We're a year into this thing, over a year into this thing, you would think that yeah. they would have some common sense. Well, that's what, also, that's what I said to you was like, so when I found out I was peeved off because Seth, you texted me and you're like, Bruins game canceled on Tuesday. I Google searched this shit because I'm like, there's no fucking way. And I find out that it's true for some reason uh, that they canceled the next two games of the Bruins, one of them being the first home game back. I'm like, damn it. My mind immediately goes to what's going to happen to our tickets. So the TD Garden is like you can have your tickets when the game is rescheduled, which is kind of a low blow because I bought these tickets at the value of this being the first game back. So taking it at face value, I bought these tickets probably more expensive than what would have been the Thursday game because this was the first game back. I'm not like. I'm not like Johnny. I need to see the Islanders play. Like, I don't care who the Bruins play. I care about being in the stadium for the first game back. Like, you know me. I was in London two years ago, and I had the opportunity to go to the Red Sox-Yankees game on Friday or Saturday, or Saturday or Sunday. And I picked Saturday because I'm not going to be the chump who went to the second MLB game ever played in Europe. I want to go to the first one. That's me. So, you know, when we're looking back on this, doing a podcast in X amount of whatevers, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, remember that time we were at the second game back after COVID? No, TBR is going to say that we were at the first game back from COVID. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So that's what the TV Garden failed to failed to pick up on, is that I don't care to see the Bruins play the Islanders. I care to see the Bruins play the first home game back after COVID. So we got a refund on the tickets. And then we immediately went to another ticket site, snatched up the first four that we could find in the Loge and just took took them and ran. So yes, we will be in the building. I have decided who I'm bringing as well. Uh, I mean, I already told, we already talked about the first three on the last podcast, me, Ferullo, Abby. I have officially decided to give Carp the fourth ticket. 
uh, I texted him and I said, Hey, I've got, got a fourth. If you want to come, he goes, glad I was your, like, glad I'm a good fourth. I think that, I think that's what I said. I'm like, you'd be a good fourth. He goes, glad I'm a good fourth. Kind of like throwing a shot at me. And I felt like saying like, you know what? Asshole. Never mind. I'll give it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't because I want Carp there because he's, he is a good fourth. He's the glue. You know, he's the glue. Much like I yeah. say, I'm the glue. He's the glue. Carp and I are glue. We're like, and there's something yeah. about like sitting down and watching a hockey game with Carp. That like, you he's just so, like. <laughs> he's so knowledgeable in every sport that he played, whether it's golf, hockey, or baseball. That is like, you just, like, I feel like Carp would be an unbelievable color broadcaster. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I, I could sit down and just like, Someone just give me a, an audio recording of Carp watching any sporting event. I would sit there and listen to it the entire way through. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what our podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you just listen to the review when Carp's on and like, it's game over. Yeah. Like from, from that 2019 Stanley Cup run, TBR playoff army was like getting some legs under it. There are some iconic carp moments at those games that we have on film that we reuse as just funny clips that, oh my God, there were some just iconic all of us moments. I think we all had like our, our little, you know, here and there's just like moments at those games that was like iconic and they should have won the fucking Stanley Cup. But, uh, but yeah, we'll be in the building uh, Thursday night. So, all right, before we get into the March Madness games, quick little like, I don't know. Anecdote. We were used as a topic in a Pictionary game tonight. Yeah. What? Yeah. So suck it, everybody. TBR. Pictionary game used this as a. So I don't know. Weird, weird sort of like connection thing. So I'm gonna pull a. My, my cousins, blah, 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 whatever right here. I'm going to pull it for a yeah. real quick, if, if that's all right with everybody. So, Abby's best friend's boyfriend. Okay, that was easy to follow. We're there. It wasn't that long. We're there. We're there. Yeah. He follows TBR on Instagram and TikTok, and he's, like, in the bracket challenge, whatever. Like, recently followed me, because, like, I have not met this kid. I don't know this kid at all. Uh... And apparently, I'm we I am somewhat of a of a piece of conversation topic for them. I don't know us as in TBR, me as in Brendan from TBR, TBR Willette, you as in Seth from TBR, Michaels and whatever, whatever. So I added this kid on Snapchat because I'm like, oh well, I figure he's a fan of TBR. I'm probably gonna have to cross paths with this kid eventually. I'm probably gonna have to hang out with him. Might as well get to know him a little bit. Uh, it's right. so like I add him whatever first off, the, the first snapchat that this kid sends me has a fucking broccoli filter on it <laughs> <laughs> and immediately then I was like okay never mind <laughs> yeah yep yep I was like you know what We're, we, we probably won't have to see each other <laughs> I was I was immediately I was like what the fuck is this kid on I didn't know if he was what that was if that's just how he Snapchatted or God knows what. So I texted Michael. I was like, what do I do? <laughs> like, like, what do I do? Literally. 
this has never happened to me before. I've never been in this situation before. Someone out of the blue, who I don't know, first Snapchat they send me has just a fucking broccoli thing all over their face. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what what are you supposed to do there? Well, what kind of impression was this kid trying to make? Yeah, I don't. It's weird head games that he's playing there. So I just sent him a normal Snapchat back and pretended like it didn't happen. Uh, I kind of swept it under the rug, went about my day, whatever. So I've been Snapchatting with this kid back and forth, kind of on and off, whatever. And tonight I'm at dinner. It's freezing, by the way. Uh, we're sitting outside. It's like windy. I'm cold. Not a great environment. And I get a Snapchat from this kid. And it's like a, it's like an Etch-A-Sketch or whatever. You know those things. Like, yeah, like the Wooly Willies, the Etch-A-Sketch. And it's like a three kind of like stick figure people. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And, and one was significantly shorter than the other two. (laughs) (laughs) And above the centerfold above the short one's head printed were the letters T B R. So I was like, huh, I work for a company called TBR. That's funny. I, there are three hosts on this podcast. One is significantly shorter than the other two. Might be a odd coincidence. So I snap back. Wait, wait, wait. One is not significantly shorter than the other two. Well, two are know. significantly shorter than the other one. Okay. So I don't know which three he chose but i'm but i'm assuming that it was you me and michael okay because we're the only three who have been featured on the tiktok recently that makes sense okay yeah because michael's pretty close to my height if not tall i'm assuming yeah granted carp could have been the one in the middle too we don't know we don't know could have been me carp you because that would be a more accurate representation <laughs> so I'm like, huh, that kind of looks like us. So I Snapchat him back and I was like, I forget. I was like, oh, that's electric or whatever. I was like, oh, electric photo. And he goes, I guess it's it. I guess it's it. I don't know what the fuck that means. I hate it when people send snaps with text on them. And, it mis- and mess up the words. What bothers me One of my biggest is when they mess up the words and then have a second blurb below it, like a separate text box, and then that one's fine. Which means that they had enough time to write out the first one, then do the second one properly, and without looking to make sure the first one made sense, sent the snap. I hate it. Here, Here's what I hate even more than that. Yes, and I will second that. I hate when people draw you in Pictionary and send you a picture of it and don't don't give any context as to why, <laughs> what, where, how. I don't know this fucking kid. <laughs> Mind you, I've never met this kid, said like one word to him over Snapchat. Like, yes. who is this kid? Who is this kid? Why am I being drawn in Pictionary? Also, it so just didn't look anything like me. Like, the height... The height ratio between, I'm assuming it was you, me, and Michael. The height ratio between the three of us, yeah, whatever. Have a field day with it. Ha, 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 Brendan's 5'8". That's funny. Not funny at all. But, 
listen, if you're going to draw me in Pictionary, at least at least make it look like me, you know? Yeah. Something along those lines. But anyway, I still don't know why why I was in Pictionary, but but I I asked Abby, and she was like, oh, you guys were like the topic of a round in Pictionary. Still don't know why, but I guess that happened. So I guess yeah. we're famous now? I don't know. I just, I just hope that it was in, I just hope that it was in good light because if, because, because if he's trying to make a fucking joke out of me or out of this podcast, out of this company, buddy, don't start there. Yeah. Listen, we have people underestimate how, how big we are. We're not, we're not huge, but we're not small either. This isn't, right. this isn't, a, this isn't a rinky dink operation that we have going on right here. I'm on a freaking balcony in Florida right now. What else do you want from me? <laughs> I think that says it all right there. <laughs> I just like the implication that the reason why you're on the balcony in Florida is because of money that you've brought in from TVR. <laughs> I mean, I am wearing, our, speaking of height, I am wearing a product from a company that sponsors us. These are my lifts. Elevation soles, as, as they were. Yeah, what, what, am, what am I getting my set of those so that I can make it as big as possible and just see how ridiculous it looks? We're, we can all get sets whenever. Um, but if, if quick little ad read, if any of you are in need of, of uh, being tall, uh, these lifts definitely help out. Listen, if this kid saw my lifts, I wouldn't have been the shortest one in Pictionary. Let's just put it that way. What's the company name? Kanzuri. C-O-N-Z-U-R-I. Kanzuri. Thank you, Kanzuri, for paying us money. Yes, but no free ads. Well, I guess it wasn't a free ad, but we weren't really we, we on the docket to do an, We weren't on the docket to do an ad read tonight, but we just did one. So it's not like we're ever really on the docket to do it. They just kind of like yeah, they're like a lifetime sponsor. Yeah, yeah, it just like happens. But yeah, like no guy, we got like five to ten k listening to the podcast. We. We run TikTok. I'm sorry, but we run TikTok now. Yeah. And our Instagram is buzzing. So that's it for me going on another one of my rants. Um, yeah. Pictionary, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what it all means, but good for them. I don't know. I guess that I guess that means that I'm I guess that means that I'm uh, I'm stirring up the pot a little. I, I'm on their mind right now. Just a little. Yes. That's what we love to do at TBR. They just const- constantly stir pots, ruffle some feathers. One of my favorite things to do. All right. Enough chitter chatter. Let's get into the games. It's almost midnight. I'm going to try to be quiet because I'm on the balcony and I don't want to like wake people up. So we're just going to roll through every game that's happened. So say who won and say who we picked. And that's pretty much it. First game Virginia Tech and Florida. I think we both picked Bot Tech and they lost. Uh, yes, that is correct. So it went to overtime. Pretty big electric moment at the end of regulation when Virginia Tech hit the game tying three to send it to overtime. Yeah. I thought we were going to ride a wave of momentum into overtime. My guy from Boston, BD or whatever, Bay Day or whatever on Virginia Tech, he just didn't come through for the boys. Tough to start the weekend 0-1, but hey. Yeah, I mean... 
I mentioned it last podcast when we ran through the the round of 64. I said, you know, I tend to pick the team that has the best player. And what I forgot in picking that game was that Terrence Mann plays for Florida. And Terrence Mann is dirty. This man is unbelievable. He is a pure hooper. And if I had realized that he plays for them, it just shows you how much I don't pay attention to college basketball, right? Like, if I had realized that he played for them, I probably would have picked Florida to win that game. Yeah. I mean, I felt good about Virginia. It felt like a good spot for them to win. This isn't really a pick that I regret that much because it went to overtime. Like, it was a close enough game. They didn't get get pumped. So, I'm, I'm not heartbroken over that pick. Yeah, I'm heartbroken they lost the game, but I'm not like, damn it. It wasn't one of the games where I was back and forth and flipped it. Um, but overtime hasn't been kind to me in March Madness so far, but we'll get to that later. So, yeah, uh, Florida as a 17 one and, yeah. Okay. Uh, Arkansas and Colgate. Arkansas won. Colgate came out of the gates. Ha. Hot. Yeah. Oh, very funny. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, but Colgate took, like, a 15 points. I think it was a 17-point lead at one point was their largest lead. Maybe. It was early on. They took a big lead. Thank God Arkansas came back. I mean, I have been losing in the next round, but still, that would have been like a tough one to just, tough pill to swallow early on. Go 0 2 like that. Arkansas won, though. Yep. And we both had Arkansas. So, next. Illinois and Drexel. I feel like we don't even need to talk about it. <laughs> no, there's no reason to. It wasn't even close. I mean, Drexel's TikTok was wrong. Um, <laughs> they said. You know, they said that they were going to, uh, what do you call it? it? What was it? It was like playing in the NCAA tournament, beating Illinois, one in the same. And it just didn't come to fruition at all. So they got their tires blown off by Illinois. And as we expected. Yes. Next game, Texas Tech, Utah State. Um... We both have Texas Tech, I think. Texas Tech won. Um, not surprised. I have Texas Tech making a little mini run to like the Elite Eight this year as a sixth seed. So I was happy to see them win. They were down for a good portion of the game, but they came back in the second half and won. Um, pretty straightforward, too. I mean, I, was, I don't think anybody was expecting Utah State to win. I know that 11 over 6 is kind of a good spot, but... Yeah, I, don't, I don't think anybody really expected that to go any other way. Yeah. No. All right. Here's here's the game that I'm going to hate talking about. Um, on the last podcast, I think I laughed when you asked me if uh, who was going to win, Ohio State or Roberts. I think I said there's no chance in hell that yeah. Ohio State or Roberts. And then I think... I texted like Carp or Michael or somebody and offered up my left foot if Oral Roberts won the game. Um, so now I'm paying the price for it. Uh, I guess this is the time to issue the apology statement. I'm sorry uh, to everybody who I misled. Uh, I, I thought Ohio State was going to win. I think everybody did. Uh, um, yeah, I will say that. I will say this, Dwayne Washington Jr., how much money did he take to, to throw the game? Yeah, he missed a couple of really, really bad shots, like really wide open shots. I could have made that. 
that that game, <laughs> that game tying three at the end of world time, I could have made that. And you've all seen me play basketball. Not the best. <laughs> given my build that I was that I was given in Pictionary, you can imagine that I am not suited to be a talented basketball player, but I know for damn sure I would have hit that shot. He was at the top of the fucking key. I'm sorry, right. but like, isn't that like the easiest shot on the planet? Right? That's like the easiest shot on the face of the planet, Zach. You hit the square. Yeah, because if you miss it, if you miss it long, you can still bank it in. That's what I'm saying. You get nice little loft on it. You hit the square. It goes in. He definitely took money. I'm like, I'm convinced of it. I know that I said a few weeks ago that I think Seth Curry, Steph Curry, took money to ruin my parlay. I am literally convinced that Dwayne Washington took money. I have never been more convinced of anything in my life. That guy is spineless, spineless. So Oral Roberts fucking won. I don't know. Do you have any I, thoughts on that? I don't know what to say. I, I mean, Ohio State looks this is very, sloppy. Very UMBC-esque. Very UMBC-esque. Yeah, Ohio State was just kind of sloppy the whole game. That was a thing. Who was the other team? Like, Bama. It's very similar to the Bama game, except that Bama just managed to out-talent. Yeah. You know, um, Iona, right? It's just like they were just sloppy. They were making bad turnovers. Oh, yeah. Little speechless. It's very UM, UMBCS, yeah. whereas I don't think anybody, I mean, obviously some people had it. But realistically, was anyone, I mean, I know that the top scorer in the nation about Oral Roberts, but was anyone sitting there saying, like, yeah, Oral Roberts is going to win this game? No, no like, I don't think anybody was looking at that saying that. Nobody had them winning that game. So that was, I mean, we said on the last podcast that there's always one big upset every year, and you just never know which one it's going to be. But uh, it, it did happen to be that one. So, I don't know. Take your losses. Oral Roberts is moving on. I guess good for them. But uh, but I guess we'll just... Uh, I guess we'll just... I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm upset with that. Because that's like a real bracket buster for me and for everybody. I mean, yeah, I had OSU going to the Final Four, man. I mean, yeah, I I mean, if they, here's the thing too, like if they win that game, like, I don't know that Baylor looked all that great against Hartford. That was another one where it was close for a long time. And then Baylor eventually pulled away like Ohio state. They win that one game. And I think their path to the, to the final four is pretty clear. Maybe. I mean, this is the thing about this year. I was talking about this at dinner is like, this is such a weird year that like, I don't know, the team that looked the best in in the round of 64 was, like, Colorado. Like, yeah. like is a five seed going to make a run to the championship? Like, maybe uh-huh. because of COVID? Maybe. Like, and we just don't know. Like, it's a very weird year. I, none of the one or two seeds really impressed me all that much, to be honest with you. I don't think any of the two seeds handled the 15s very well. I don't think any of the, I mean, the one seeds were expected to blow them out, but I mean, I guess we'll get a more telltale sign of what they can offer in the tournament tomorrow and uh, Monday. When we get to the round of 32, they actually play a single digit seed. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, Oral Roberts won. Good for them. Congrats to them. That's a big win for them. Uh, great for the program. 
uh, great for a morale booster, you know, just kind of right. get the, uh, get the, get the, uh, the morale of the locker room up a little bit and they're dancing. So we'll see what they can do. I don't expect them to win another game though. Maybe. No, okay. Next Hartford Baylor. Baylor won. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's it. You know, I mean, Hartford comes from a comes from a conference where um, they uh, it seems like every year it's just the 16 seed, the team that wins the conference tourney. I mean, it was yeah. Stony Brook in 15. Vermont ended up being, I think, in 16 and. Maybe Stony Brook won 15 and 16, and then Vermont went on like a two or three year tear, and then UMBC got their one or something like that. Actually, or maybe it was two for, yeah, that's what it was. 2015 was Stony Brook, then I think 16, 17 were UVM, 18, obviously UMBC, right? And I think UVM might have been an 11 one year. And then the other year they were a 16 and then UMBC obviously was a 16. Like that's just a conference that never creates a team that's like highly seated. You know, granted they, you know, it's, it's weird. It's always like, these are the teams where it's like, they have one guy that dominates and that's it. And that's what carries them. Like Stony Brook had a center, Jameel Warney, who dropped like 40 on Kentucky in the first game of the tournament. And they still lost by like 15 to 30 or something crazy like that. It was like, yeah. you know, that's just what those teams are. Like there was this one guy on UVM that just dominated like 30 points, 10 rebounds a night. Dude was unreal. Couldn't do anything in the tournament, right? That's just what these teams yeah. are. Right. Yeah. I mean, no one, nobody was expecting Baylor to lose and they didn't. I mean, like you said, they went great, but I guess the other side of that is they didn't have to. Right. You could be just keeping it in the tank, you know, keeping your powder dry for later in the tournament, which I'm sure it is. I'm sure that a one seed is going to step up to the plate when, you know, when they need to. So we'll, we'll hope to see more out of those one seeds. But, you know, Baylor's moving on. Uh, all right, yeah. Next game, Loyola Chicago, Georgia Tech. Loyola Chicago won. Sister Jean looks old as fuck. Those are my two takeaways. Yes. Easy. <laughs> um, Oregon State, Tennessee. Dude, I fucking flipped on this game 400 times. Ended up taking Tennessee in at least one of my brackets, if not all of the brackets, and started off with Oregon State winning. And I, I'm so annoyed that I changed it. Like, so unbelievably annoyed. What, what I'm pissed at is that we talked about it on the podcast, and I think we both just kind of shrugged off Oregon State when we did the podcast. So that's the thing. just didn't Oregon look at the State, game. I kept them winning in my ESPN bracket, which is the TVR league, right? So, like, really? it actually helped me in that league. But then my CVS bracket, that's against one of my buddies, I changed it. I don't know if I changed it in the Capital One bracket. Like, that's the problem, is when we were on the podcast, I was adjusting my picks, but I was an idiot and wasn't able to adjust. Like, I'm not the type of person who has, like, four different brackets and they all have different matchups. I'm the type of person to just throw in a different one in each one and just have them be matching, right? Like, for the sake of whatever. Like, this year, I probably would have only done two brackets if we didn't do the TBR one, right? Like, and then I just like the way they format it in the NCAA March Madness app, so I like to do one in there. 
right? Like, that was the only reason yeah. why. So it was yeah. like... Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, I, like a dumbass, just wasn't paying close enough attention. That game, I just wasn't. Ex- that game was just like it wasn't like Tennessee was expected to win. Like it was a five versus a twelve, but we said a five versus a twelve or a twelve beats a five every year, and we were like, we just don't know which one. Yeah. And I think like we both said like, there's no way it's Oregon State. Like we could cross them off the list. And then my dumbass yeah. fucking Georgetown, and they get their tires blown off by Colorado. Well, because ev- I, f- I mean, I feel like everyone was, was really big on Ewing. Everyone was yeah. big on Ewing, and that just got to my head. I mean, UCSB could have won today, but I mean, we only got one twelve over a five. I think in the entire tournament, right? Yeah, that's it. We, they, the yeah. only twelve over a five was Oregon State. Sucks. Uh, so Abby's bracket is done. My girlfriend's bracket's over. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Rip. That was that lasted six hours. Uh, all right. So yeah, Oregon State's moving on. On their dancing, Liberty and Oklahoma State. Seth, a little closer than I think everybody wanted it to be. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely eyeing that game a little bit, saying what's going on over there. Um, mm-hmm. Am I confident that they're going to figure it out? Absolutely. You know, let's not. You know. I, they, um, I feel like they did a solid enough job to like, you know, they got themselves out of there and I think that they will very easily turn themselves around, you know, for the rest of the tournament and for, I mean, they play what tomorrow, right? Yeah. They played, um, Friday, they play tomorrow. Yeah, so I think that's something where they're definitely going to be able to turn it around. I mean, so last year, well, the last tournament, right? So Virginia won it all. And in the first round, Virginia was, give me a second. Virginia won by 15. That was it, right? And they only won by 12 over Oklahoma the next round. So... You know, te- teams that end up doing really well don't necessarily always play hot in the in the first round. You know, that's not always what you're going to end up seeing. You know, really. The thing I'll say too is Liberty's always a very like upset ready team. Like they're they're ready to upset a, a higher seed. They've done it. They've like I said on the last podcast. I think they've been a 12 seed a lot of times in their program history. And they've, they've snapped off some wins at some points. I mean, they've been, you know, 15 at one point, 12 at another that I can, like, remember. So it's not like it's not like they were playing, you know, Nowheresville State. Like, Liberty's a legit team. So for this to be a close game, I'm not, like, shocked. But I, I will say that, like, for everyone, the public, as Bleacher Report likes to call it, for the public to be so heavy on Oklahoma State and for them to kind of, like, eh, Play down to Liberty's level. Definitely something to look out for. Like I'm like like you. I mean, I took your word, and I have them going deep, even though I hate Cade Cunningham. Um, so I hope that they turn it around. He's dirty, man. He's so yeah, good. He's also, he's also a bitch. So uh, you know, spade a spade. <laughs> I don't know why I don't like him. I just don't. Something about him just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, All right. I get it. They're moving on though. Thank God. Uh, okay, next game. Wisconsin-UNC. I was all over Wisconsin. That was a 
million percent right. This is what I can brag about being right. Everyone was like, oh, UNC, program, history, whatever. I was like, nah, there's no chance. This is a great spot for Wisconsin to win. They, they pumped UNC. Pumped them. Oh, my God. You, Roy Williams was due for a loss in his career, a first-round loss, and it finally happened at the hand of the Badgers. So that's all i got to say I just, about honestly, it, boys. I can't Football. believe that UNC was even an eight seed. Like, they were not that good this year. No, not at all. All right, yeah, pretty much that. I'm going to rapid fire through the next few games because I do. I am aware of the time. Yes. Cleveland, Houston. Houston won. Not a surprise. Houston might be one of my favorites to win the tournament now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they looked solid. I don't know. I still think when Oklahoma State sees them in the Elite Eight, they will beat them. I don't know. Based off, if we're judging based off of how they looked in the round of 64, I, I think Houston was one of the better teams in the first round of 64. Them in Colorado, I think, had the yeah, best absolutely. opening day performance. Yeah, that's fair. But we'll see. And we'll keep all of you updated. Uh, North Texas, Purdue. North Texas, for some reason, won this game, which sucks, A, because no one picked them, but B, they're like, I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like they're a team that's like not supposed to win, you know? Yeah. North yeah. Texas doesn't even seem like they should be in the tournament, and I'm a little like, Bleh, the fact that they won the game. I don't know why. Maybe if their colors, their logo looks a little too much like North Dakota's logo. Um, right, but I, at the same time, it's also really fucking funny that Purdue is like one of the hosts. Their own home like court is used for it, and they lost first round. I find that hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. I just, I, I was big on Purdue on the last podcast. I was like, oh, Purdue never loses in the first round. Another one of those major jinxes. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. North Texas is moving on, I guess. Okay. Rutgers and Clemson. Clemson lost. I guess it's an upset, even though, like, everyone was saying Rutgers was way better. Like, going into the game, I was talking to my buddy who goes to Clemson, Jackson, with ball, and he was like, oh, hopefully we can get past Rutgers because they're, like, nasty. And I was like, really? They're, like, that good? So I guess this was an upset, but a lot of people saw it coming. I don't know. I mean, it's looking like the majority of people in the TBR bracket actually picked Rutgers to win this one. So. I don't know. It's, a, it's weird. It was one of those things that. Yes, I don't they know knew something we did not. Yeah, maybe they're just big college hoops guys, and we aren't. We're just uh, we're just sports fans and sports gamblers, and that's what we know. So we'll stick to that. We we are big football and hockey yeah, junkies. Yeah, catch 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 me in football. Yeah, <laughs> unmatched. Yeah. Clemson wouldn't yeah. lose this game in football. I know that. <laughs> yes, that is for sure. I one could one argue like, <laughs> that like. No, one, I don't could not argue. one could not argue. One could not argue. Don't even. No, no, no. Not about the game. Not about the game. Not about the game. Not about the game. Now, Clemson, Clemson would body Rutgers in football. That is undeniable. One could argue that there are a lot. Though, actually, maybe. Nah, because DeAndre. Okay, no. I was thinking along the lines of like Rutgers. I feel like has a lot of sneaky good NFL players that have ended up coming through their program. Like, but I feel like. Yeah, like Clemson's just a little like you know. I, I was like, all oh, right, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins went there, you know, like yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But I mean, obviously, um, Deshaun's been in the news. <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, we're not even touching <laughs> that one. Not no. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, but yeah, I saw TikTok one day, and it was like, it was a slideshow presentation. It was like, teams that don't deserve to be in the Big Ten, number one, none of them. All the teams in the Big Ten compete on a daily basis, blah, 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 whatever, and competitive. Two, Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So good. Rutgers and football, garbage. Oh, my God. Basketball, all right. You snapped off a big win. Football, ugh, not good. Okay, next game. Syracuse, San Diego State. Syracuse with the upset. San Diego State looked horrible the whole time. A lot of people called it. We did not, or at least I did not. Yeah, okay. A uh, little upset watch, too. That school that we can't pronounce that's playing against Texas is winning by three with 12 minutes. Yeah, to Abilene Christian, 39-36. Uh, BYU so down cool. 10 with 41 seconds left, so this game's over. Let's go, baby. She just moved to L.A. <laughs> what? You never heard that song? She just moved to L.A. Go to UCLA. Oh, is that the Maserati no. thing? Yeah. Anyway, Syracuse won. Next. West Virginia beat Moorhead State. West Virginia... Yeah, thank you. Um, I really want West Virginia to be a tournament favorite, but I just don't think they have it. In. They looked good, but it's more head state. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, they also they have to get through. I mean, Q's obviously is nothing to sniff at, especially after what they did in the first round. They'll be riding high after that. But then even after that, for West Virginia to do anything, they're going to have to get through Houston in the Sweet 16 then they would have to get through either Illinois or Oklahoma State likely in the Elite Eight. So, you know, I, I don't I don't really see them uh, going too far. Yeah. Unfortunately, because I, I like the team a lot, but I just don't think they have it in them this year. All right. Next game, Villanova, Winthrop. Everyone was saying Winthrop was going to win this game, and I said there's no effing chance that that's going to happen, and they didn't win. Uh, Villanova pulled it off. I don't know why everybody was so big on Winter for some reason. They won this game pretty handily, too. I don't think it was ever really that close. Um, and Nova's moving on. Maybe a little bit of a like sleeper to go somewhat deep. Not to win or not to make the Final Four, but maybe a team that could like, you know, sneak in a big, you know, a big win down the road if, if they're kind of slept on. Because right now, I still think people are writing the mob even after the first round win. So we'll see what happens with them. All right, those were all the uh, Friday Friday games. Now, 16 Saturday games that we'll roll through right now. Uh, Georgetown, Colorado. Colorado was by far the best team in the tournament in the round of 64. Blew the tires off of Ewing and Georgetown. Sucks that I picked them, but Colorado looks good. So, something to keep an eye on. I think they put up the most points out of any team. So, all right, 96. Uh, they put up... More points than any team up until the Gonzaga game. Gonzaga won 98-55. to 55. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. All right, so second most points in the tournament. And they did it against a not-half-bad team either. So Colorado's a team to look at. I, I would consider Colorado for like a Final Four bid, maybe. They looked really good. So keep an eye on that. UNC Greensboro, Florida State. Florida State handled them. I was told by many that Florida State turns the ball over too much. No, we're going to the final four. Roll Seminoles. Easy. 
uh, East Washington and Kansas. East Washington made it a game. Yeah. They had Kansas on the ropes for a while. Final score, they UCLA did. 73, BYU 62, UCLA wins the game. That's a big yeah. pick for me. I picked UCLA. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I have them in my bracket for whatever reason. I don't even remember. Uh, I feel like <laughs> that was a weird one. But, yeah, good good for that UCLA. That for sure should get me some, yeah, that should get me some points in the TBR. That should get me some, like, bump-ups in the TBR brackets. Yeah, right it's, now. it's getting me that, too. I'm doing really well right now. My, my total percentage is... 71 percent i don't understand how the percentage works i think i've got 71 percent of like the total points that were possible but like if you actually count up the amount of teams i got right it's different i think they take into account how many points you you lost so like if ohio state went to your final four you lose more points than like if you had a round 32 team lose so i don't really know how the algorithm works i just know that i'm picking games right or wrong um, but yeah, um, Eastern Washington. So yeah, I mean, 20, 21 of the 32 games I've picked correctly so far. So that actually, that math kind of works out. Yeah. 71%. That's like actually really close. Cool beans. Um, yeah, Kansas won. East Washington had them, had them down for like the majority of the game. And then Kansas kind of surged at the end, took the game by nine points. So Kansas, Kansas isn't going to do anything in this tournament, win a few games, but they're not going to go anywhere special. Okay, next game. The Bonnies and the Tigers. Everyone was counting LSU out of this game. Everyone's counting LSU out of this tournament. Like, they might upset Michigan next round. They, they very easily could. Looked pretty good. Offense was touchy-feely for a little bit. Didn't put up, like, a ridiculous amount of points. But it was an eight versus a nine game, and, and they won in pretty good fashion, too. 15-point victory. So keep an eye on the Tiger. They could definitely they could definitely beat Michigan. Uh, Michigan beat Texas Southern. Don't care. Everyone expected it. Michigan won't go far either. Without livers, no chance. Creighton beat UCSB. I was not surprised there either. I picked Creighton. Yeah, I had UCSB just for the sake of having another 12 over a 5 in my bracket. Um, but yeah. Tough. Tough to see. Um, that was a one-point game. Yeah, it was. It was a close one. I, I watched that, you know, down to the stretch. They actually, um, UCSB bricked a layup uncontested oh, right. from watching. like two inches away. He was like, you just, just drop it in. Just, just, just drop it. That's all you got to do. Or dunk it. You had time, you know. You could have, and I can't believe he, yeah. Yeah. Tough. Um, but, yeah, Creighton, Creighton wins by, they escape by a hair. And they're moving on to the next round. Uh, next game, Iona, Alabama. This, this final score is not indicative of how the actual game went. Iona was with them the whole way. Rick Pitino, take him to strip clubs and casinos. Uh, they, Iona looked good. They gave Alabama a fight. I didn't think Alabama necessarily looked all that great. Uh, Texas said that they didn't look good, and then they went on like a 20-point run. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should do that more often, and Bama will start winning. But uh, I don't I don't think Bama's anything special. I know you have them in your final four, but they didn't show me anything. Yeah. Style. 
it wasn't it wasn't as much of a product of Bama being special as it was a product of everyone else in their region not being special. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, I'm not big on Texas. Clearly, this game that they're in right now where they're losing by three with nine, or actually they're not losing by three anymore. They're losing by, they actually might still be losing by three. Um, they are, yeah, they're still maybe losing by three. Um, you know, Texas, either way, doesn't seem all that special. UCLA is a team that can be exposed, I think. You know, obviously it hasn't happened yet, but, you know, BYU kind of laid an egg in this game. Michigan State isn't exactly the strongest team in the world, right? So, and then Michigan, I'm not high on them at all. FSU, while the, you know, turnovers didn't hurt them in the first round, it's something that can come up. They're not the greatest defensive team in the world on top of that. And they're relatively untested against top 25 teams. So, you know, that's another team where I'm like, yeah, you know, Bama can be. So that that's why, like, to me, the most unpredictable division is the East. Like, that's the most, or region is the East. Um, Midwest is probably pretty close behind it. I think the South has a couple of very clearly better, superior teams, um, and same with the West. So, I, you know, that's kind of the, the way I'm looking at it right now. Um, but that, that was most of the reason why I had Bama going. It's not because I'm like, oh, Bama's this unbelievable team. It was more a product of the rest of the region's kind of trash. Yeah. All right. I will rapid fire through the rest of the games. Um, Drake, UC, USC. Close first half, not a close second half. USC pulled away. I had Drake, unfortunately. Uh, should have expected that one to come. Uh, USC moving on, though. Simple. Yeah, I had USC in that game, and I, I mentioned it to you while the game was going on, man. I mean, God, how small did Drake look Size going up against difference. USC? Like, yeah. it was unreal. USC had these two dudes out there. It was like number four and number 11, and they looked like they were like seven foot one. And all of Drake's dudes are like barely six feet tall. Like, that's just what it looked yeah. like. Like, it looked like a bunch of Robbies against a bunch of Cooper McGrath. That's what it looked like. I'm glad, I'm glad that your default was him and not me. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because you know that I'm taller than him. So, ah. Um, okay. Grand Canyon against Iowa. Iowa won. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I watched the game. It was kind of boring. Iowa won. Um, Oregon gets past VCU. It was the lowest scoring game ever. Um, I don't know if any of you guys watched it or not. Uh, it was one nothing final. Um, wow. Just, just one bucket was scored the whole game. one nothing. Oregon won as VCU. It was a crazy game. It was a defensive battle. Um, but Oregon won. So, um, Maryland and UConn. Seth, I thank you so much for convincing me to take UConn out of my final four. <laughs> of course. No problem I don't there. Know what, I don't know what kind of fever dream I was having about the Hawks. But I was like, for some reason, I think it's because the TBR bracket. I think I was big on them because of the video game came out like 13 years ago. So I was like, oh, they were nasty back then, but 
I don't know what I was thinking, sending them as deep as I did. Thank God you had to take them out on a phone and pissed. They did not play well. Maryland won. We should have yeah. we should have corrected our mistake early on and switched that game and had Maryland win. Because of your roommate. That's what we should have done. That was a sentimental pick that we should have stuck with. Yep. Um, Ohio, UVA. Seth, I got to give you credit. You called Ohio like a month ago. Thank you. You called Thank a you. long time ago. You said Ohio. Shout out to... Uh, oh, I got to figure out his name. It's, it's Jason... Um, Preston? Hang on. I think that's his name. Give me one second to double check that. Yes, Jason Preston. He's a guard, right? Mom passed away recently. Condolences said after the game, you know, that that's what he was thinking of when the clock ticked down to zero. Um, 11 points, eight assists, and 13 rebounds for a guard. This man was playing out of his mind. Like, I I just... affecting the game in all areas played unreal defensively. There were a ton of layups that his guys that he was guarding were getting that he just, his contest made them miss the layup. It was defensively. He played unreal. Huge reason why they won that game. So shout out to that guy. Yeah. I got to give you credit where credit is due. You, you called it. You almost, you almost jinxed them. Seth texts me while I'm walking up to dinner and goes like Ohio. Oh, I'm cashing in like like that's you know money in the bank, money right into my pocket. And then Virginia comes back and makes it like a one point game, and then he texts me like, "Oh shit!" But they, yeah. they held on. It was, Ohio crazy. Held on. it was it was a three point game. It was I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Don't do it." <laughs> yeah, because so, they were up hey, by like so they were up by like eight. That's the thing. They were up by like eight, yeah. and then they turned. They gave up a bucket, then turned the ball over off the ensuing inbound, and then all of a sudden it's a two-possession game. I think they missed one of the free throws, and it was still in one-and-ones, and then gave up another bucket. All of a sudden it's a three-point game, then they just managed to clutch out with the remaining free throws. Yeah, that was that was dicey. Dicey call by Seth. Seth, Seth yeah. turned around from his shot before it before it drained. Hit me with yeah. it all. That's money in the bank right into the Good pocket. Old. Good old swaggy P. Don't what do they say? Don't count your chicken. Don't count your chickens before they hatch, or something like that. Yes, that is the saying. Yeah. It's, it's a rather morbid saying about the uh, mortality rate of fertilized eggs, but okay. <laughs> I mean, think um, of it like so, yeah. that, that is the origin of it. It is a lot of the times chickens will die when they're in the egg, sure. like they yeah. just won't become chicks. So it's. Just a really more yeah. good saying. All right. Thank you for, for that lesson. Um, yep. Missouri, Oklahoma. Oklahoma wins by four. This was a game that I was back and forth on like a million times, and I picked the right side of it. I said I just – I sensed that Oklahoma was going to win. I don't know why. I This game literally could have gone either way. It was a close game, and Oklahoma just got the better of Missouri. So thank God I picked Oklahoma. Um, did you have Oklahoma as well? I too had Oklahoma. There we are. Uh, okay. And then Gonzaga just beat Norfolk state. Not surprised. Gonzaga highest scoring team in the first round. UCLA just beat BYU and Texas and Avila Wildland Christian are locked in a heated battle with six minutes left in the second. 
532 remaining in the second, 45-44 Abilene Christian. Texas just hit a really silky mid-range jumper. Ooh, I, I like the sound of that. Silky mitts, as Carpen, I like to say. Silky mitts. <laughs> Robert so, Carpenter yeah, here has yeah. the silkiest mitts of any human on planet Earth. I think I, I think I have silky mitts. On a baseball field, I've never, I like, I don't, I can't evaluate mitts on a, on a hockey rink, but I, on a baseball I, field, no has better hands than Robert Carpentier. I don't think, I think when we're talking podcast game, podcast editing, I don't think anyone is so convinced. The other night I was trying to get our podcast out on time. I was rushing to like golf. I was playing golf. I was rushing, getting dressed for golf, had to shower, whatever. And I still managed to edit the podcast put all the audio effects on our voices, send it out, get the, the um, what do they call it, RSS feed link, put it on Spotify, title the show, get the show cover out, did all of that before I had to leave for golf in like a 10-minute span. Silky effing. I think that sums it all up perfectly. So, Absolutely. yeah, that's the round of 64. Um, I'm rushing off because it's like past midnight. or all, Yeah, it's past midnight, and I'm at a hotel, so I don't want to like... Seth is celebrating something. Texas just hit a three. They're up by two. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love, I love the sound of that. I absolutely love the sound of that. So, yeah, um, I don't know when the next podcast is going to be. I'm coming home in a couple days, and then we're going to the Bruins game. But mad content will come out eventually. Like We're going to do an after the round of 32 update, whether that will be while I'm still here in Florida or, or back home in Boston. Only time will tell. And... Uh, Good luck to everybody in their brackets. The leader of the TBR bracket right now, uh, kid I used to go to school with at, at, uh, at Marblehead, uh, has 70,000 followers on TikTok. So, mad famous. Uh, good luck to him. Maybe he'll continue his you know, his reign at the top. I'm not sure that he will. Um, and we'll keep you all updated on the bracket challenge. We'll keep you all updated on the Bruins game. We will keep you all updated on if we come up in another Pictionary game or not. And uh, we will see you all next time for what is certain to be one of the most legendary episodes in Food Review Podcast history the next time we record. So, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. And uh, we will surely see you next time. Bye now. <laughs>